Hello, and welcome to an all-new episode of Men and Women Talk, the Mars Venus Show. I am your host, Kente, and we have a wonderful show tonight. But before we get into all of that, I want to let you guys know that this is a live show, and we want participation from our audience. And the way you can do that is calling in. And the number to call in at is area code 347-326-9541. Once again, that's area code 347-326-9541. And remember, you have to press 1 to be entered into the queue. That is the only way that we'll know that you have called. Also, another way that you can participate is joining in our live stream chat room. And you can do that by going to indyradio.org and going into our live stream chat. Uh, hit the login button, select a nickname, any nickname you like, and then hit save or login. You don't have to sign up for anything. You can just come right in and you are good to go. All right. So let's introduce our panel. Um, and I want to start off with, of course, the one and only Acumenus. How you doing, Acu? I'm doing amazing. It's the day after Mother's Day, and I was pampered, and Olaf told me that you guys were going to do like a quartet thing for us moms on the panel. I'm really excited about that. Yeah, actually, it's a striptease. Oh, is that what that was? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's a quartet strip to use. There you oh, go. Okay. All right. <laughs> there you Is go. that before or after the Yardley Suture lesson? <laughs> That's the whole G string. Okay. All right. I'm doing great, Kente. Thank you for asking. How are you? I'm excellent. How was your Mother's Day, by the way? It was good. We had a cookout. We had some teriyaki ribs and some chicken. And oh, we had the most amazing, amazing banana pudding. You know, that, that thing is hard to get mom to make mm. nowadays because, you know, we're all grown. So why am I going to cook that stuff? But we got hooked up. It was a really, really nice day. And the weather was awesome. We had such beautiful weather yesterday. It was great. I didn't know you was grown. You didn't know I was what? Grown. Oh, well, sometimes. It depends. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm so glad to hear your wonderful voice. And I'm glad that you had a wonderful Mother's Day. Thank you. Ditto. Our next mother on the panel is Norma. How are you doing, Norma? Hi, Kente. How are you doing? I'm good. And how was your Mother's Day? Great. Great. Oh, okay. Uh, any more than just great? Did you do anything special? Did the kids hook you up? Or did they treat you nice? What? 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 what, what? Just spent the day with family and loved ones. That's really all that counts and matters to me (laughs) well that's good i'm glad you had a a good mother's day thank you all right and our next mother on the panel is anna how are you doing anna i'm doing good kente and how was your mother's day quiet quiet really no you didn't do anything special no my stepdad kidnapped my daughter to go help him do stuff and my boyfriend went and had brunch lunch thingy with his mom so Mm. I sat here much (laughs) Scooby-Doo did you talk to your mother I I, actually I did okay I I talked to her a couple of times Mm. and all is well with her Uh, well 
I wouldn't say that. <laughs> but as far as I know, she hasn't hit any bodies in the basement lately. So <laughs> I guess that's a good thing. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> and the last lady on the panel uh, is the one and the only Witch Whisper Sadovsky. How you doing, Witch Whisper? I'm alive. I have my voice back, so I'm happy in the pants. <laughs> yes, you sound like your normal, uh, wonderful self. Yeah, why? Well, was all like croaky and stuff, and now I'm just not anymore. So it's good. I'm happy. Happy about that. All right. So you're back to your normal uh, performing schedule, right? Yes. All yes, right. And later in the show, we're going to ask you about uh, where we can see you perform. Okay. All right. So now let's get to the men's on the panel. Uh, we're going to start off with my main man all the way from ATL. It is Yardley. How you doing, brother? Hey, I'm doing great, Kim. How about yourself, sir? Doing. I'm excellent, man. I'm I'm really happy. Uh, we just had the NFL draft and my uh, Raiders. Uh, they got a really good person in, in the first round of the draft, so I'm good. I'm in the same year. I was very pleased uh, with the Falcons draft, so yeah, it was, it was a pretty solid weekend. Yeah, I think they made the right decision, not trading up. But all right, I don't want to uh, alienate the rest of the panel by talking sports. But uh, <laughs> I'm glad that you are no, here. No, no. All right, so our next fella on the panel is the one, the only Captain Barbosa. How you doing, Olaf? I'm doing good. I'm glad to be here. <clears throat> Survived Mother's Day, all right. It's like took my mom out to out to lunch, so she was happy about that. And then uh, to, it was got to where weather was getting kind of bad, so I had to kind of uh, cut the outing short. So I went out today and got her and uh, took her to the house for a little while. So kind of she had a double a double Mother's Day uh, treat. So mm. oh, that's great. She enjoyed it, so I mean that's the big thing. That's that's the most thing. As long, as long as whatever you do, they're happy and they like it. That's that's the that's the main thing right there. As long as they're happy. Yeah. And our last panelist is the one and only Finn. What's up, dude? Hey, what's going on, man? What's your deal? Hey, everyone, how you doing? I'm doing excellent, man, and it's good to hear your voice once again on the show. Thank you, Mika. I appreciate it. Appreciate it. I was a little under the weather last week, so it's good to be back. I thought Finn never gets sick. Uh, I have to sometimes pretend to be sick so that these mortals don't catch on. <laughs> is that what it is? I think someone slipped me a little creepy like my cereal that morning, so kind of you know, hand me down. But I'm okay. I still save the world. All right. All right. So, as always, uh, um, we have another great uh, topic tonight, and I am going to let Accu. Uh, break it down for everybody yet again uh it's another topic that uh, Accu came up with and i'm real interested to to uh, to get the some perspective from you uh, why you uh, chose this topic so Accu, the floor is yours um well i cho- i always choose topics because i think they're relevant to relationships but you know this is another one of those that i had to navigate myself and um i think that a lot of people after they get into a committed relationship, struggle from time to time with how to, you know, manage those 
social gatherings and, you know, when all your other friends are single, you know, I'll let the guys speak for themselves. But I know for me, it was challenging, you know, just trying to decide how much information about my relationship I wanted to share with my with my girlfriends after, you know, we got committed because you don't want them to say the wrong thing. And, um, you know, it, it can be a real sticky situation. And then figuring out how you're going to divide your time, you know, after you're married or if you've moved in together, you know, your parents or siblings or, you know, if you had roommates before, they start to miss you. So how do you navigate that stuff? I just thought it would be good to hear everybody's perspective on how they've navigated or what their thoughts are about other the way that other people have um, you know, try to integrate that into their new lives. Okay. Now, let, let me ask you a question. I, um, do you define single as being not married or not in a, in a committed relationship? And well, that's a very good question, Kente. You get a gold star for helping me tease that out. <laughs> <laughs> well, in the context of this episode, it's really not being in an exclusive relationship. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, of course, the legal term is that a single person is not married, but I'm just talking about someone who is not in a committed relationship where they are exclusive, not seeing other people. So how do you navigate spending time with your um, significant other because you're not dating, you're not sort of on the scene anymore um, against family, friends, stuff like that. Friends who don't have a, you know, an exclusive significant other. Does that make sense? makes perfect sense. Okay. So is is there anyone on this panel who would consider themselves single? Me. Not, not being in a committed <laughs> relationship. So we have Olaf. Anyone else want to identify as single, not being in a committed relationship? Me. I'm single. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I guess uh, the first question um, for the panelists is, um, do you find that married or committed friends are no longer fun. Mm, no. 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 Usually, it's like most times, like uh, after married or committed, um, sometimes they can they can actually be more fun. In other words, depending on uh, your uh, the friend that you whoever you were friends with, sometimes after they get com- into a committed relationship or married they actually become more fun because uh, maybe they go and do they go and do different things that are that they wouldn't have normally done that are fun or interesting so sometimes it can actually help being a, uh, you know having a friend who was single and then got into a committed relationship and got or got married uh, it can sometimes help the friendship hmm. um, I think it was uh, which also said that so uh, what do you think about that? Well, in my experience with my friends, um, I I don't know. It, it depends on the people. If they're good friends, then, you know, you still maintain friendships with them regardless of whether, you know, they have a, a permanent partner or not sort of thing. And, and you just, you know, whether you're, single or whether you're in a relationship your your friendships with other people um, don't necessarily change significantly as long as you share your life with everybody that you're involved with and you know there are cats uh, from a male per, uh, perspective that when they get married it's almost like they've been abducted by aliens 
you know, it's like, you know, like, you know, you have those people that once they get in a relationship, they just become like, you know, they just disappear, basically. And they become, you know, so wrapped up. I mean, unhealthy kind of way, not, you know, doing their what they're supposed to do. But I don't know if you guys, has anyone ever experienced that? Well, I, I Sorry, Accu. No, 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 go on, go on. No one was saying anything, so I was going to jump in, but go on, please, Anna. Well, I've noticed that, like, with some of my friends, that if they get a girlfriend or a boyfriend, all of a sudden they've disappeared off the face of the planet, and, yeah, they've been abducted. But the minute <laughs> they're single again, they're right back either calling or knocking on your door. It's like, uh, what gives? Mm-hmm. And, and you started to say something, Nikki. Well, I was going to say that from my perspective, that um, you know, on the opposite side of it, it was more like you know, just sort of getting razzed all the time. Like, why, you know, you it's like you feel like you have to be up under him all the time, and why are you always with him? And I, I was, it was really kind of strange with some of my girlfriends, the single ones especially, or the ones who weren't in committed relationships, because um, you know they just were. It was almost like having a jealous partner. It's like, what, you know, <laughs> why, you know, you it, you didn't used to do that. And, you know, it's like, you know, he snaps his fingers and you come running. And it really wasn't like that. But, you know, of course, I wanted to be with him. I wanted to spend time with him. Um, but, you know, there were times when I had to sort of, you know, put the goon hand down and say, I mean, chill. I mean, <laughs> you know, I understand that. And then conversely, you know, if they were dating somebody or seeing somebody, it's like, oh, girl, you know, let me tell you about so-and-so. You know, I know we were planning to go to such and such, but I got to do this, that, and the, and the third. And I'm like, um, but when it was me, it was not okay. So what's up with that? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. so I think I, I think if you were to ask some of them back then, you know, I was much younger then, but if you would ask some of them back then, they would probably say that I wasn't as fun anymore because I wasn't interested in doing some of the things that we would do together as girlfriends as much. I mean, I still wanted to do those things, but going to the club, you know, didn't have the same appeal because, you know, we had made a commitment and we were exclusive. And so, you know, I couldn't, you know, be all up on somebody <laughs> the way I had before. You know, I'm kind of sitting to the side. I mean, I would still dance, but, you know, it's just a different vibe when you're in a relationship with someone. And so they were like, oh, you know, you don't ever want to go out anymore and blah, blah, blah. So, you know, that was that was really tough for me. And, and there were times when I felt guilty about it. You know, I felt like I was kind of abandoning them, but I did the best that I could, you know, under the circumstances. I was in college at the time, but I did the best that I could to to divide my time. But it was a struggle. It, it really was. You know, you made you brought up a good point about going to the club when you're in a relationship. Okay, me, I'm not, I'm not a dancer, right? I'm not in, you know, I'm not really into dancing, right? But so if I go to when I used to go to clubs, I went to clubs for women, you know, the prospect of. So if I'm in a relationship and you know, honestly, it was almost like. You know, it didn't. It seemed pointless to go to the club. I didn't have like that. You know, I didn't enjoy it outside of when you take the getting the woman aspect out of it. It wasn't as interesting to me. I don't know if some of the guys uh, feel the same way. I mean, we'll start off with you, Yardley. Um, what about what about you? <laughs> You're talking about if it like go to the club. Yeah, it's like you mean, know, or take your woman to the club. Honestly, no, it's absolutely. like yeah, it's like uh, bringing sand to the beach. Yeah, exactly. 
if, if you if you're I think that if you're married, you probably need to stay away from the club if you're going out there with single friends. You know what I mean? Uh, it's hard not to swing back in the you know the single mode <laughs> when you're unsupervised. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because it's almost like I know in my experience, you know, for some reason, you know, you're like a magnet for a good time when you can't have that good of a time. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So uh, I- I'm on board with that. Not taking women to the club. I mean, you're going to want to have a nice time. You know, I wouldn't say that it would be totally off limits. It's just hard, man. The devil is a beast. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Especially in Atlanta. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. It's like, it's just, it's just, it's just kind of hard because I think that when you get to the point where you have to keep reminding yourself that you're with somebody, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Then your ass is, uh, you know, more prone to get in trouble. Finn, are you the kind of guy that uh, when you're in a relationship, you st- still hit the clubs? Um, you know what? It depends. I have, I have gone solo. I have gone with my girl. It kind of depends on on the girl and what she's like and how the relationship is. But I've done both. You know, gone solo or gone with my you know girlfriend or whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, is it is it the same experience for you? Uh, definitely not. No, no, because when I go solo, like. I should say solo when you're with someone, but if you go solo and you're single, obviously you're on the prowl, so that's a little bit different. Um, um, and obviously, if you got your girl there, you're not proud. Well, at least not, not uh, you know, out in the open like that. You might be looking. <laughs> Look, but no touch. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. What about exactly, you? Exactly. What about you, which uh, if you're in a uh, relationship, uh, you know, do you do you hit the club still or? or I what? have. Uh, actually, I used to go, well, when I, I used to go to a lot of uh, gay bars and strippers and everything else when I was in a relationship because, I mean, I was in university, I was drawing nude people for like eight hours a day and, you know, just because I'm looking at a nude person doesn't mean I'm going to hop, hop, hop on stage and hump their leg or anything. So, and the, you know, partner that I was with at the time trusted me. So, um, yeah. So I, I think, I think the key is, is just being really honest with each other. Um, cause like there were times when my ex would go to, uh, things where like we used to do a lot of, um, role play and my ex would go uh to a game and women would rub their tits up and down him and stuff and he would just come home and tell me about it and i was like well you know i'm not surprised with those chicks because i know them (laughs) you know sort of thing and it it was no big deal because there was trust there because if you have the trust there then nothing can really tear you apart sort of thing so it was just it was good in that way so you were one of those people that even when you're in a relationship, you used to probably be still considered a fun to your friends to be around. Uh, well, yeah, my friends have always said that, that I'm fun to be around even when I'm in a relationship because I'm just myself all the time. Like I don't, I don't change who I am in some ways once I'm in a relationship, I'm just me all the time. And, and I, you know, the, I mean, I, res- I respect monogamy if, if my partner 
is monogamous and everything else, but uh, it's not like, uh, you know, it, it's it's not like, I don't think people should put each other in um, cages and, like, force them to sit in a cave or anything, because that is horrid. <laughs> All right, so, Norma, uh, uh, the same essential question um you know uh do you still go out like nightclubbing and stuff like that when you're in a committed relationship solo i do go out and socialize um i don't do the night the nightclubs um i do like to go to lounges you know it's a little more laid back you know people not looking at each other like a meat factory so you know you can actually sit there and enjoy a nice conversation with someone and a drink or two or just a bottle of water or a glass of water. Mm. Now, how do you, how do you, once you go out and stuff like that, how do you uh, find yourself, how do you conduct yourself? Like, what, what's the line, you know, and I'm going to ask this to the rest of the panel, what's the line that you can go past? Uh, and Norma, starting off with you, Norma, as far as what you're willing to do once you're in a community relationship, once you go out, like, let's say, club, bar, such and such? Well, I think when one chooses to be in a relationship, there's two, in my opinion, there's two, two different ways to look at it. I mean, you could be in a completely 110% committed relationship. It would be monogamous. Um, you know, that's where... You know, I totally respect and hope the person that, you know, whoever I would be with at that point would respect the same thing. You know, we can go out and be together when we choose to. Um, you know, as far as the intimacy level, that would be, that would have to remain between us, you know, because that's the whole part of monogamous, you know. I mean, I, I think we're both freely to enjoy each other, you know, without each other during that time and have enough self-control to, to relax and socialize and not, um, cross that boundary. Mm. Um, I want to, uh, continue on this, um, in a second, but, um, Aku, I, I want, I want you to, uh, would you just tag me? <laughs> okay. So, um, you know, I think another good question is about how appropriate it is to talk to your friends once you're in a committed relationship about your problems. Um, you know, you would hope that you could respect or that they would respect you and your relationship enough that they would be supportive, but it can be really awkward. Um, you know, you may feel as though sharing too much information, um, you know, may cause them to dislike your partner in some way. And so then when the three of you are together, you know, it makes it really uncomfortable for you. Um, so, I mean, I think that that's, I mean, I have some ideas about it, but I'd be interested in hearing what the ladies and the guys have to say about that. You know, do you, how far do you go in terms of talking about your problems in your relationship with your friends after uh, you made that commitment? Oh, uh, before we go, before we go to that, actually, you were saying there was something about something that which said that you wanted oh, right. to address. Sorry. Then, yeah. Well, I was going to let her jump in. The, um, mm -hmm. 
I didn't want to be a bulldozer or nothing. But anyway. well, well, before before you respond, let me just sort of give a shout out to the folks who joined us today. I'm so grateful. We got, I mean, we got a pretty full house today, you guys. Um, we had Lyric here as well as um, Coffee Brown, who's here for the first time. It's good to see you. And um, and Lyric's been here before. Wild Blue Violet is here. Welcome back. And Pet Carew just showed up. It's good to see you. So welcome. And we are discussing in-world. And um, a couple of the ladies were making comments as Witch was talking. You know, there's a little bit of a delay between when we're talking and when it streamed in-world. And so I wanted to give Witch an opportunity to respond to them. And she wants to do it on air. I think that's a good place to do it. Yeah. Well... Some people were responding and saying, uh, you know, don't throw meat at the lion sort of thing. But there's this thing called self-control and willpower that people have. And yes, if you don't feel your willpower is strong enough to handle, you know, fresh meat being thrown at you, then by all means, yeah, maybe you shouldn't tempt um, fate sort of thing. But if you if you have a strong relationship with your partner and you have strong willpower yourself, then then in my experience and in my past experience, you should have enough willpower to resist even the most amorous advances of, you know, potential incoming uh, bombers. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you have that willpower, Witchy, for real? Yeah, I don't like I don't like to be um, I don't like to be mean to people, so I always try to be as nice as possible um, about discouraging, um, you know, people. But you know, when I'm committed to someone and I know they're committed to me, then I could I can be a fortress. So you're saying that if somebody is if somebody's trying to hit on you, but you're in a relationship, you're really nice about the way that you shoot the person down. You don't like, you know, you know, shoot them down, I guess, properly or whatever. You <laughs> she said properly. Let's, let's put it this way. I always start off nice and I don't need them in the balls unless I have to. But I have need people in the balls before. There goes that man hater. I told you. <laughs> that was an exaggeration when I was yeah, like, I know, I know, I know. Just like the burning penis. It's just a coincidence. <laughs> uh, well, I don't, you know, I, me, me as the, as a boyfriend, I wouldn't have no problem with my woman, you know, doing the knee into the balls, you know. I don't know what you want somebody to say about that. As Some people don't. My, have... as, long, as long as it ain't my ball, she's kneeing them into. I no, I mean, right. I mean, like, there's nothing wrong with a woman vigorously <laughs> saying, "I'm off the market." Well, I'm you? not. You know, I wasn't running up to the guy and, Mike, you fucking pervert, me, 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 or anything. But he just wouldn't stop when I asked him to, and I just did what I had to do to remove myself from that situation need them balls all right <laughs> um Aki brought up a good point and i'm so glad that she put this in there because um that's one of my big pet peeves actually in relationships is me and this and a person's in a relationship and you know in any relationship you're gonna have problems right and when you when you know 
So when you go and you tell like a friend or family members your side of the problem, you know, it, it can actually you can actually uh, mess that person up as far as, you know, they're integrated, integrating them into your family because they only see it from one. It, obviously, it's coming from your side. So, of course, I'm, you're going to look like the douchebag. Right. So um, I'm glad that you brought this up, that once you're in a committed relationship, you know, how do you you know, should you continue to talk about your relationship problems with your friends? So, um, you know, we're going to go with you, Anna. What do I you didn't th- do it. What? <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna go with you, Anna. Once you're in a, re- a committed relationship, uh, how much do you owe the person you're with as far as when you relay issues you may be having with friends or family members? I guess it all depends on how much that person has pissed me off and what gets said to somebody else. <laughs> I mean, everybody needs someone to vent to. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, if you're mad and rather than say something you'll regret later, a friend, a family member, your mom, whatever, it's a sounding board. You can just blast it out there, calm down, and then you can go back and talk in a sane manner rather than, you know. But, you know, here's, here's the problem with that, though. Have you heard of a phrase called poisoning the well? Basically, what happens is your sounding board, you you know, you basically and like I, I've had this happen before, before I realized how kind of shitty it is where, you know, you're always complaining. Oh, man, my woman did it. And then what happens is you're just mad at her at that moment. But the other person can't, you know, they always hear you know, what a bitch she is. Right. So what happens is you look up and they're like, dang, everybody hates her. I don't know why. It's yeah, because you keep poisoning the well when you're always, you know, uh, giving your one-sided view of, of the situation, you know, so you have to be really careful what you say when you, because you are really doing them a disservice in a way, you know, it depends on what it is. The issue. Yeah. But I mean, you, you have to, you know, pick and choose carefully too. You know, someone who's aware of the relationship and how things work and the way you do things, that way they can look at it kind of from both sides or from the outside looking in rather than, you know, they know what's going on. Has has anyone so, has anyone on this panel ever felt like someone they dated, you know, did that to them, poisoned the well, if you will, with their friends and family by basically putting your business... You know, the, your business of your relationship out there. Is there one side of view of what's going on? It's probably happened. It's probably happened to a lot of people, whether you know it or not. You know what I mean? Uh, but I do think that that is an issue, definitely, since it's only coming from one side. Uh, that's always interesting. I think sometimes your friends also have to have the ability to say, "I ain't in it. Don't tell me." Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I've got friends that are like that and family members where, you know, uh, if you always have issues and, you know, you're coming, they're really quick to tell you, well, you know, I'm not getting the whole side, you know, just, just don't tell me. Because sometimes uh, maybe the other person, like if you've got a good friend and they know that you confide in those people a lot, mm-hmm. sometimes they might come around and, you know, kind of pry and try to see what you were telling them. You know what I mean? To try to get it out. So, 
uh, I think you definitely have to be careful uh, with those types of things. Yeah, you make you make a really good point about that because I think most of the time you don't know what they're you know what's going on, and I don't think sometimes the person doesn't mean to do it, but you're emotional, mm-hmm. so you you know <laughs> it's like wow everybody hates my fiance. It's like yeah because you've been you know you've been throwing darts at his picture, <laughs> you know to the family. So I know yeah. for me on the other side on being on the other side of that. Um, you know, I'm a little more liberal and non-judgmental when it's my friends because I, I totally get that they are just venting and may not be providing all of the information. And, you know, more often than not, you can gauge whether or not they're going to go back to the person depending on what it is they're venting about. Mm-hmm. But my mother, who um, she's, she's remarried now, but this is her third marriage. Mm-hmm. And between the marriages, um, her current husband, um, they broke up. And he, you know, he went back to his ex or whatever, blah, blah, blah. And she, you know, sort of came to me to be, you know, that person to console her and support her. And it was really, really difficult for her. And, um, you know, once he realized that he didn't want to be where he was and he came back, of course, you know, that's my mom. (laughs) And I was was feeling some kind of way about about this dude. I'm like, um, no. And it, it wasn't even necessarily that he was a bad person. It was just that she had, you know, been through such a painful experience that I had a really hard time with the idea of accepting him for having put her through that. So, I mean, it took us a while to, to, you know, to work together to be able to reconcile that because she's my mom. I mean, I'm not going anywhere. So, you know, unlike some other relationships, you know, people, you know, move away and you lose touch and you don't talk as much, you know, I'm going to see you on a regular. (laughs) So, you know, you really do have to be sort of mindful of that. You know, you may there may be some relationships that you have that you are more willing to, you know, be open, you know, completely open about your feelings because you want to have support and get feedback. And I really think that that is important because sometimes people are in abusive situations and they don't really see it you know it it helps to have an outside perspective someone who's not so wrapped up in their emotions but um you know it can't be everybody and and, you know we all well i would like to think maybe everybody doesn't maybe i'm just weird like that and i just attract these kinds of people but we all have those friends that just complain about everything it's like oh no we what he do today? Oh Lord! <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. just you know, he kind of just falls on deaf ears and just you know let her say whatever she needs to say and then just kind of hang up. But um, you know, so I mean, it goes both ways. I think you just have to be mindful of who it is you're talking to and what it is you're sharing. And also, too, as the friend and Yardley kind of talked about this, you have to be careful about co-signing everything your homeboy, your homegirl say. You know, like sometimes you got to really look, read the tea leaves, and see what's really going on. Because, you know, sometimes you can, sometimes you, they need you to be like, homie, you out of line, you know, you know, you know, you know, don't just co-sign because that's your friend or your brother or whoever, you know, like, I don't know, does, I mean, uh, do you guys <laughs> do the same, same thing? Like, because uh, yeah. I've had friends get mad at me, like, oh, you taking her side. It's like, no, you just being a douchebag. Well, yeah, because you, sometimes you got to step in and say, bruh, you know. I know you. <laughs> I know you full of S. You know what I'm saying? So it's like uh, you definitely have to uh, you you have to step away. But I think someone had mentioned earlier, depending on what it is that the person was upset about, you know, it's gonna uh, it's gonna depend on how much they tell you about certain things. But man, I'm I'm a prime uh, advocate of 
trying to stay out of people's business and not really taking sides. Like, I'll listen, but I might not, because I'm not always going to give you the answer that you might want to hear. So I try to stay out of it. Yeah, it's like, they'll, yeah, it's funny. They'll leave out shit, you know, they'll be like, they'll be like, yeah, my man hit me. But they left out the part where they, you know, he said uh, his grandma, she set his grandma on fire. <laughs> you know. Oh wow! <laughs> I want to welcome Oriana. She had crashed in world, and she's back now. And she was, you know, she was commenting, "Yeah, a really good friend will check you. You know, if that's somebody who's really looking out for you, and you know, you're trying to, um, you know, make this relationship thing work, then that's somebody who's gonna call you out if you know you need to you need to get yourself together. So I agree. I hear what you're saying. Yeah. Now uh, another point you, you you brought up in our our notes here, Aku, and I actually want to start with you with this because uh, I know you've been married for a good time, and it seems like you have a very, very uh, good relationship with your husband. Um, do you ever feel like you have to downplay your relationship when talking to your single friends who maybe are not as fortunate as you to have found you know uh, Mr. Wright? Um, no, <laughs> I don't, you know, we've been together so long now that I don't know any people who don't, you know, know the nature of our relationship, but, mm-hmm. um, and I know that, you know, our, you know, to from the outside looking in, I know that sometimes people think that, you know, we just sort of have this perfect thing going on, but we have issues just like everybody else. It's just that we have come to a place in our lives and are at a level of maturity where we can kind of work things out. We know each other so well that. You know, we don't need a whole lot of outside navigation to get through some things. But but early on, absolutely. You know, we we had a really long courting process. We were um, engaged. Well, we were together for three years and then we were engaged for a year before we got married. Hmm. So, you know, we took a a long time to to sort of figure things out and decide what was going to work best for us. And during that time, you know, there was a lot of sort of back and forth and, you know, are we going to make this happen and, you know, all of that kind of good stuff. And, you know, I mean, you know, some people have a really difficult time establishing, let alone maintaining a really strong, healthy relationship because their expectations are out of whack. So, I mean, I think early on, maybe I felt the need to sort of downplay things and, you know, not make a big deal about it. But on the other hand, you know, I wanted to be able to, you know, share my relationship with them. You know, these are people who I care about and who I love and who have supported me, you know, long before we were together. And, you know, you want to be able to share your joys and your good times and things like that with people who you care about. Um, You know, my philosophy nowadays is that you should never dim your light um, you know, because some because you're worried that somebody else is going to feel some kind of way under any circumstances, because I truly believe that, you know, when you shine your light, you give other people permission to do the same. But I can understand why folks may feel like it's important to do that just so that their friends don't feel out back. I would also say, though, you know, if your friends are feeling out back because you are talking positively about your relationship, you might want to look at that friendship a little more closely. I'm just, I'm just saying, well, I, I'll give you, I'll, I'll give you guys several reasons why, uh, it, you know, you may want to think about, uh, uh, not, not putting it out there so much about how good things are. But, uh, before I do that, I, I want to ask the panel this, do you think, um, do you think men care as much as women do about, you know, I don't, I don't see too many guys, you know, 
tripping because their homeboy is happy in his relationship. I, th- I think it tends to be more women. I'm not saying it never happens, but uh, do you think is do you think I'm right about that, or do you think it's about fifty fifty? Say that again, because I, I I didn't catch how you worded. Yeah, what I was saying yeah. is that I think that's more of a phenomenon with uh, tends to be with women about as far as hating their friend, hating on their friends who are in good relationships. I don't. I mean, I don't hear. I mean, I could be wrong, but I don't really hear too many like dudes like complaining because oh man, you know, uh, Yardley's yeah. Yardley got a great woman. <laughs> you know, like, oh, yeah. <laughs> you, know? Yeah, I, you, you definitely don't hear guys doing doing that. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. No, I you, think you, okay, but what about those competitive guys who've been like, "Oh fuck, I'll show you what a whore she is. I'll tap your bitch." Well, you, you, if you've got friends like that, they should be on the cut list instead of being on the stay list for a friend if they're going to do that. Indeed, to you. Lord. But that, that's more like I just want to. That's more I've, like I just want to tap that. I've, I've, I've. Which always has some crazy friend stories. Or crazy <laughs> friends, you know, like the exactly. that episode where they wanted to make her. What was that? What was the thing? The friends wanted to keep teasing or something. I don't know, man. That's that. I don't have friends like that. You, you know, like I, I, we're talking more so, like more like, you know, Yardley. I'm just using Yardley as an example. Yardley talking about, you know, how great his woman is makes you know Olaf sad or something. You know, like because I don't have a lady. You know. Yeah, but, but, I don't think it's gender specific because you, I think regardless of sex, you have jealous people that will be envious of your relationship well, and try to. Yeah, it. don't don't men covet other men's it is wives they want to hit or that. girlfriends? You know, if she's if she's really good looking and smart and you know and all that, don't they? I mean, don't men covet other men's? But that's wives? like no. that's more no, sexual like, though. Like, like that, no. Not, but we're talking no. about they more. Don't? We're talking about more of an emotional. I, I may I may say she got a nice fat ass or a nice set of tits, but I don't covet the woman as a whole. Exactly, right. that's mm-hmm. what right. I'm saying as well. It's like you can think you can think that she's you know attractive and all of that stuff, but it doesn't mean that you're you know secretly you know trying to hit it. If a, if a guy's secretly trying to hit it, then she's probably giving some signs or <laughs> trying to kind of lead them in that direction. I've seen that happen before. And another reason why he's not going to cover it, because deep down we men know that you all are crazy anyway. No matter how fine you are, you're still crazy. I, so. disagree, I disagree that just because a woman is attracting attention, she's asking for it. Because I've had attention and haven't asked for it at all. You know, you're if special. you're playing cards and a woman all of a sudden is leaning over your shoulder, putting her titties on your shoulder, putting all something on the table, that's fronting. I, like I see that type she, of crap all the time. If she has big tits, like she can really help it. I, I, I. I if you, you got can, big tits, you can, you can navigate around those big tits. Yeah. There's a difference between leaning over someone and having your 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 breast brush their brush their shoulder and like stuffing your tit in their ear. Big difference. Okay, okay but here's the yeah, thing. If your tits touch there's them, a way that you do it, Anna. I mean, I, can, I know the difference between somebody putting something on a table, too, but there are certain ways that people do certain things. You're like, come on, girl, you tripping. If you know that you're a big-breasted woman, then you know you have to give yourself two or three feet space. You don't have to. There's no way to actually put your titties <laughs> on no There's no way. There's no way. 
I, okay, I have big tits, and I have accidentally brushed people with my tits, and I was in no way coming on to them. My tits just hit them. Then you're not, you're not titty responsible. You need to go back to the clinic. The motherfucker need to go back to boot camp. You don't have to be titty responsible it's, around there, me. There, 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 there is a certain thing of like body language and certain and just certain things though. It's like I, uh, guys aren't always stupid, and, and you guys and you ladies are right. Sometimes things like that are accidents, but when you can pick up on body language when people do certain things that are kind of you know, you know kind kind of you know iffy or wishy washy. But I'm just saying, you know, titty and, control and it, is a must. And with me, it goes to the fact that a lot of times I'm stupid when it comes to women and them coming on to me. So if you put your titties on me, I may say, yep, that's her hint. Yep, she wants me. So that's what it is. It can't cross your mind, definitely. Ben, there are women that are like that, too, because I don't always realize what I'm doing that people are taking is, come on. Like, right. I've, I've walked through a bar and guys have stopped me and went, nice tits. And I've been like, thanks. But I wasn't, like, hitting on them, or I didn't think, okay, I'm, I'm going to rub my tits up against him, and ooh, I'll just make him happy are, in the pants. Are those like, young guys who do that to you? That, that say that to you? They usually younger dudes? Um, no, they were my age, sort of thing. Really? Older guys be doing that crap? Wow. <laughs> That's corny. But my point is, is it's not like it was intentional. Like, I didn't go out there trolling you know, I mean, if I'm taking my tits and I'm grabbing them and I'm chasing somebody and pouncing on someone with them, that's completely different. Because that's an obvious, I'm targeting that person, I'm going after them sort of thing. But if my tits brush against them because I'm not wearing a wonder bra, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, Shit happens. Wait, say that again because you were kind of low. What would you say about your tits? Well, I was just saying, like, if, if, oh, if the Lord. fact that my tits... <laughs> brush someone because I'm not wearing a wonder bra. Can we please I'm, conclude this breast discussion? <laughs> I, I'm, I'm quite enjoying it, but... Uh, yeah, I could tell. I could tell. So, you I know. know. Can anyway, we, like, where we going? The, the question was whether or not, you know, men covet other men's wives or well, girlfriends. Not really, though. girlfriends. And... <laughs> And because because Kente asserted that it's more a woman thing to, you know, kind of hate on their girlfriend's, you know, new relationship because it's going uh, so well, blah, blah, blah. So, I mean, I, 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 well, I would, I, in my opinion, I think that, you know, being openly attracted to another man's exclusive partner, wife, whatever is the same as hating on his relationship. So that, that's just I don't that's think so. I, I don't I think, think if you act on it, you can be attracted to someone, you don't have to act on it. That's not hate because you find them attractive. As long as you're not saying up in that line or worse, doing something, then it's, there's no hate whatsoever. It's appreciation of anything. What's the right. first thing? So, wait, so would you give good life? advice if he comes to you and starts to talk about her? Would you give good advice? Or would you, I sure would. Would, try to, would you and try I to have. open that door, open no. it up, so that you no, know you have no. that opportunity to? I'm you know. glad you brought. Yeah, I'm glad out. you brought that up. There is nothing worse. I think a dude who fucking uh, tells a woman, you know, stuff, you know, about their man, just so they could slide in there. That dude is lame. Yeah, I hate motherfuckers like that. that. That's another one that goes on the cut list of the, the cut list of friends. If they're gonna do that to you, you don't need them as a friend. Man, you push that dude down the flight of stairs. 
And I yeah. know that women probably do this as well, but just like you're saying, instead of coveting, my, the first thing in my mind is she got a friend, she got a sister, or yeah. you know, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm going right. to say that before I'm trying to hook up with her. I'm trying to, it, like, hey, where you going? Yeah, you're trying to find out if, he's, if, 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 if she's got a sister or or something, and is her sister like her, you know? Uh, you're, if, if your friend's got a good wife or a good girlfriend, uh, you know, you want to know, it's like, they got a sister, they got a friend that's like them, you know, you, you, you don't want, yeah, because I've got several friends that have got, you know, nice looking wives and they're, you know, they're really good. They're, they're good couples. Uh, I mean, she's real supportive of him and all that. And he's supportive of her. So, I mean, they're, they're really good couples. And, you know, I'm glad I said, I'm glad my, my buddies have got somebody like that in their life because they were a little bit of a mess before mm-hmm. and, they kind of help straighten him out or, you know, level him out a little bit and he's doing, they're doing really good. But, you know, I don't want, I don't want his wife. Uh, you know, I don't want my friend's wife. Uh, it's like, I want his sisters. I want his wife's sister. If she's got one, you know, if she's good. You know, the only problem. <laughs> that's, about, who I, that's who I'm going to hit out. You, you, that's who I'm going to hit on is the sister. If she's, if she's like the wife, I'm going to hit on the sister. Not her. You know, the only problem though about, Oh, she's nice. What about the sister? The sisters tends to never be as cool as you know. It's always yeah, they no. usually completely different. Sister, you got a cousin. Like, <laughs> like, let me go through her whole family tree to see if there's somebody like you know. But uh, know. yeah, let me go to the bathroom. You looking for family albums? Well, I, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, and, and you know what? Aku does have a sister, so. Just putting it out. There. I do. And I'm, I'm the uncool one. So. Oh, yeah. She's nice, too. Mm, but uh, anyway, so. Okay. <laughs> Notes. Go ahead. Okay. So there, there are some reasons why you may want to downplay your relationship. I'm not saying you should do it. Uh, there's the idea of if you, you know, if you pump them up too much, then they'll be like, you, you know, you might be opening them up for. One, you know, hmm, well, let me sample that. <laughs> you know, oh. <laughs> I was like, oh, wow, she can backflip and land on it. Oh, you know, <laughs> but yeah, I want to see that for myself. <laughs> I'm like, you lie. <laughs> you know, I want to sample that. But also, too, you have people will want your downfall, too. It's like, oh, yeah, he is so perfect, huh? He's just that, you know, they'll, you know, people will. You know that's how people are. They'll they'll want your downfall, and the minute he he turns out not to be Mister Perfect, you know they'll they'll gloat. You know that kind of thing also may happen as well by always pumping up. You know your mate or he or she um, that could happen as well. I mean, th- you know, there's there are reasons why you may not want to blow it up too much. You know, when talking to you know thirsty people, <laughs> but I don't know. Uh, let me, uh, uh, Norma. Have you ever felt like you you felt bad? I don't want to say bad or guilty, but like if you have a friend who's unlucky in love, that maybe you felt like you know you don't want you, you want to downplay it a little bit your relationship, not you know, not just gush so much. Um. Yeah, I just you know don't really share that information with them, you know, because they may be going through something personal or, you know, just broke up with someone, you know, so. Mm-hmm. Is it, do you feel guilt? Do you ever, do you ever feel guilty that you're in a good relationship? Maybe your friend is not. I know some people 
do feel like that? Or do you feel more of a na 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 na? I don't want to say I feel guilty, and I don't want to say I feel na 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 but, um, you know, I guess I would probably share with them that, you know, I'm very happy, you know, and let them know, you know, I want to share something with you, and I'm not trying to, you know, smother you with it, you know, to make you feel bad in any way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I would just be positive and tell them, you know, quit looking, it'll find you once you stop quit. When you stop looking for it, it'll find you. Mm. What about you, Anna? Have you you know you've been in a, a very long term relationship? Have you ever had to downplay it, maybe to a friend or a cousin or something? You know, because they're not well, as happy. You know, because it, it, they don't have to be single. Because I've seen this too, where you know they could be married as well or in a long term relationship. That person just be a dick. You know, and but you know, your mate is like, oh, he's great. He made me breakfast in the morning, and we're flying to Paris. And then her, her, her man might be, you know, digging in his nose, uh, you know, playing Nintendo. Well, I was the firstborn of all the cousins that I speak to, so I didn't really have to worry about that. And they were in fifth and eighth grade when me and my boyfriend got together, mm. so it really wasn't an issue. And yeah, never really had like in town friends. I have you guys. <laughs> so, I mean, most of my friends have since I got online have always been online. I will be completely honest. I hate the people in this town. So mm. yeah. Oh, you hate the people in your town, huh? So you, yeah, all thirty of them. All thirty of them. <laughs> you need a new town, young lady. Uh, yeah. This is why I live in the country, and there's, like, 12 people on my road. Hmm. Um, another thing, too, is, and I want to ask this for the male and female um, panelists uh, separately. When you hook up with someone, um, how do you guys do the, uh, you know, like integrating with their friends as well as uh, yours i mean you know like you know i mean we'll start off with let's start off with you yardley if you when you become a uh when you couple up with somebody um how do you integrate with maybe her friends and your friends and stuff like that um are you someone who is open to mixing with you know someone you're dating's friends or it depends on the people or or do you find that you know that you would yeah. like to keep with just with her and not doing that. I think it depends on the. I think it depends on the person. I'm always up for being or you know being around people, but you know your lady could be cool and her friend could be you know squares. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. uh, I say it depends on the person, but I'm definitely uh, open for it, and I don't think that it takes too long for you to know if they're friends or somebody you want to you want to be around you know so uh i I would just have to probably just stick with it it depends on you know the people that they're around but me personally i'm open to it you know what's funny is you ever see where there's a couple and they all make friends together and then that couple breaks up Oh, yeah, stop <laughs> right, or or it's like who who gets who in the divorce, you or, know? <laughs> like, or you meet the friends 
and then the friends start having a little bit too much fun with you, and it causes problems. Uh huh. Oh yeah. Also, now you know. Look at this motherfucker. Now he's all chatty. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> now you want to talk. You know what I'm saying? So you can get some of that too. <laughs> so what about you, uh, uh, Finn? As far as uh, integrating uh, your mates, uh, buddies into your well, friendship circle, I, I try to make sure that she has titty responsible friends. No, seriously, I, I don't, I don't, you know, I don't, I'm, I don't really usually uh, have an issue with that. You know, I think you right off from the top, you you know whether which friends of hers you like and which ones you don't. And I, I if anything, I try obviously try to make sure we hang with the friends that I like more and the ones that I don't, if, that, if that's possible. You know, then of course it could, you try to gauge those friends, dudes, as well as this dude, cool, you're just similar things, you know. If we go somewhere and like we're at a house and the guys split off, you know, in the basement, it's some dude that is going to want to watch the game or is he going to want to watch Lifetime movies and shit like that. You know? <laughs> so I'm pretty normal with it. Nothing, nothing outside of the ordinary, I guess, basically. Are you a friend? Are you a friend? Like, I don't like Carol. Or do you pretend like you like Carol? Um, I, I, I don't lie. If I'm asked, I'll say I don't care for Carol. Unless Carol does something that I really don't care for that I have to talk to my girl about, I'll, I'll just kind of leave it at that. But, you know, um, otherwise, you know, it's really no conversation I, I'd have to have to her about Carol. You, know? <laughs> you said you were saying something early? Oh, no. Well, we were just talking about friends and how you might interact with uh, someone's friend. Now, sometimes you might be in a situation where you're not really feeling uh, their friends and then they try to force them on you. Like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it might be Sunday and you're watching the game or something. They're like, you know, come over here and hang out with my friends. And they're like, you know, I don't really you know, want to hang out. I'm watching the game. Well, such and such, you know, they watch football too. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So sometimes uh, you can't really be forced into those situations. I, I do hate that though. They'd be like, she'll be like, "Oh, you love uh, Derek, you know? You love? Oh, he, he, yeah, he's you guys gonna really hit it off." And then you meet Derek, and you're like, "Man, this guy's a douchebag." <laughs> <laughs> like, no, nah, I, I didn't it's, love it's Derek. Like play dates, like when <laughs> right. your mom used to take you over to, you know, someone her girlfriend's house. She's got a four year old, just same age as you, and you guys like GI Joes. It's the same thing on an adult level. I hate that. I hate that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and actually, when it, it, you actually are setting it up for failure, when you're like, "Oh, you're gonna love Derek," because already you're not liking him, <laughs> you know. It's like you put him in a, you put eight Derek, Derek behind the eight ball, because <laughs> most of the time you go over there with Derek, and he's like, "Thank God I had to get away from that motherfucker," you know what I mean? <laughs> right. Maybe she just hooks you up with somebody they can vent, which say, you know, which goes back to what we were talking about <laughs> earlier of people knowing too much of your business. Oh, I hate that. I, I hate that tremendously. Um, so, uh, you as someone who's been in a long-term relationship, a marriage, um, how did you do the whole integrating um, his friends and your <laughs> friends and all that stuff? Okay, wait a minute. I'm cracking up because Finn just touched down in World, mm-hmm. and his timing is perfect because he is being bashed by the women right now about this whole boob <laughs> issue. 
So he, I mean, he touched down like right in the middle of this conversation that we're having about, you know, this titty responsible, whatever, blah, blah, so, blah. Because, so you know, I, is... I was saying to Witchy, you know, I have those same issues, you know, the, the, those are, you know, big boob women problems. That's the kind of stuff that we have to deal with. Just, you know, forget it. And so we all getting it in and here he comes. So you just sit yourself right on down and read this local <laughs> chat. <laughs> Take it like so a man. Take it like what, a man. What, what you're saying, what you're saying is Finn is being boob bashed in. in oh, he's because out. Because, 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 because. Come on, man. No, Lyric says she she can't talk about me now. So, I mean, I, I thought it was like a bad man, thing. Man, you better get back on this parcel. Get back here. But anyway, okay, so let me answer, let me answer the question. Um, For me, it's, it wasn't as complex relative to my friends because I don't I really don't spend a lot of time or invest a lot of energy with people who don't support what the choices that I make for my own life because I do that I I try my best to support people when they make choices that are good for their own lives even if I don't agree with it because I don't have to live their lives the challenge for me was integrating families um, and I think that the more, you know, the longer a couple stays together, you know, the more that can become an issue because, you know, with things like holidays, like Thanksgiving and Christmas, you know, whose house do we eat at? And, you know, if you don't eat at this person's house, they're feeling some kind of way. And, you know, you show up at this person's house. So, you know, that was really it took us some time to kind of figure out how we were going to do that because I really wanted to be with my family for the holidays and he really wanted to be with his family for the holidays, you know, and understandably so. So, um, you know, you have to sort of make sacrifices when it comes to that, you know, I think sort of along the line of what Finn was saying, you know, if there's, you know, a little bit of attention or grief in my oh, case, you are being titty responsible. I'm sorry. no, no, you can, you can lead it. But, um, you know, if there's a little bit of tension around, well, I really want to go to my family's house for Thanksgiving, then you just kind of lean in and you just go. So, you know, in the same way that you might hang out with a friend of your partner who you really don't care for that much, you know, that's his boy. So, you know, I'll just kind of stay over here and do my thing. I think, well, I think women may be a little less um, discreet about feeling some kind of way about your friends. <laughs> I know I'm, I wear my feelings on my face. I've been told that a lot that you, I just cannot hide my emotions, but, um, you know, maybe guys can be a little more, um, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Discreet. Yeah. Well, well, I'll, I'll go with discreet just for time's sake. You know, I think they might be better at, um, tactful. helping tactful or, you know, whatever. So, so those are my thoughts. I think it's just, you know, sometimes you have to make some sacrifices. If it's someone who's really important in that person's life, you just kind of try to work with it. Similarly with my stepfather, you know, I, we get along, you know, I don't have <clears throat> any significant negative feelings <laughs> towards him. They've been married a long time now, but mm-hmm. you know, that, that little, you know, that period in time will always be in my memory. And so, you know, I'm always sort of hypervigilant, just checking to make sure you know, she's okay. So that's kind of always going to be there. But we get along and, you know. <laughs> Hello? Did y'all go to sleep? No, 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 no. <laughs> no Kente's in World 2 now, so he's, like, distracted. He's, like, looking around, looking at all the ladies here because it's all women. So he's looking around, no, 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 not I even like paying attention it. to what I'm saying. No, you're no, fired, no. Kente. You're fired. No, no, <laughs> no, 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 no,
But uh, <laughs> no, I mean, you make really good points. I, you know, the one of the issues too about uh, the the um, holidays and stuff like that, you know, you have to be able to compromise. And unfortunately, in some relationships, compromise means uh, you do like I want you to do, you know, and that can be a problem as well. You know, uh, obviously, you know, I like to, you know, I'm really close with uh, most of my family and I, I tend to do the holiday thing with my family. But if I'm in a relationship, you know, you got to, you know, you just can't do the things that you did, you know, especially if it means something to you, you know, um, you can't always do that. You know, sometimes you can, you know, like Christmas, you can maybe do brunch with your family, dinner with theirs or something like that. You know, that could work or vice versa or something like that. Um, it's just not the same thing. I'm just saying. All right. <laughs> Christmas dinner is Christmas dinner. I mean, you're right. You're yeah. right. But, you know, it's just not the same, you know. You know, I didn't have brunch with my parents when I was growing up. You we know, had Christmas dinner. You know what's funny though? I've done a brunch um since ninety six at my at my place. Uh Christmas brunch since ninety six. Uh and um you can do the math on how many years that is. So, you know. But that's a I mean you're right, Kente. It's a good way to create new traditions, mm-hmm. you know? Chicken and waffles. Right, yeah. It is a great way you know, that's a great way to integrate. You mm-hmm. know, new traditions now. We do something different now. And, but we do it every year. This is a new tradition for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, another thing too, um, and I wanted to, to bring up before we go to our questions is um, once you've once your friends have uh, children and their responsibility, or once you have children and your responsibilities then change. How, you know, as a, a married person, Aki, we're going to go to you again. How do you maintain a social life? And, you know, one is, you know, for yourself to have a social life with your mate, as well as, you know, you know, hang out with your friends when you have start having children. How are you able to do that? You don't. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Once you have kids, it's over. You might as well just, you know, get used to eating Captain Crunch and watching, you know, Spongebob, because that's going to be the nature. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Not really. Okay, yes, I am. So, I mean, I think it's you really have to make a greater effort. You know, it always helps if you have friends who also have kids, you know, so that you can have that adult time and you can plan to do things together as a family. Um, Especially when the kids are really young, you know, Mm -hmm. when they're they're very small and require a lot of support. um, To be able to have some real adult interaction is vital to your sanity. You know, that's why I'm such a Starbucks addict (laughs) because, Mm -hmm. you know, they, they consume a lot of your energy. And as a career mom, you know, working and raising a family, you just don't have a lot of energy to do anything leisurely. You know, you, you're just trying to get through the stuff that you have to do. But I think that as the kids get older, it's really important to create time for your partner and for yourself, you know, to interact with your, your friends mm-hmm. um, and family as well. But it requires more effort. You know, you have you really have to be able to navigate the child care thing and, you know, making sure that you're still meeting the needs of the kids and then that you you know, the two of you are meeting each other's needs on an ongoing basis. So it's just being, in my opinion, it's just being mindful of that, that it's not going to just come up. You're not going to have a lot of extra free time. So, you know, you have to make an effort. I have, I live by my 
um, my planner, everything <laughs> is scheduled, just about. Mm-hmm. Some things I don't have to schedule, but even that, sometimes you have to schedule <laughs> to, to make sure that, you know, you, you take that extra time. So, And, and Olaf, um, your second wife, when you first hooked up with her, how old were her children? Uh, they were two and four. Oh, so they were pretty young. Mm-hmm. Um, so you went from, you know, being a single man out and about, and then you hooked up with the, uh, a woman who had two children. So I can imagine that, you know, things changed right away, right? Uh, well, it wasn't a, a big, I mean, uh, yeah, it's a change going, being from single to all of a sudden having two kids. But mm-hmm. my first wife had a kid from a previous marriage, so it wasn't. Kind of like it wasn't my first time at the rodeo, and you know, except instead of having one kid, she had two kids, and really didn't make that much difference. Um, and for us, it it worked out well because, you know, he, the biological father, had him every other weekend, so we just did stuff that needed to be done, and knew that every couple of weeks we'd have uh, a couple of nights to ourselves, uh, and that went on till the kids were about ten. 10 and 12, uh, and then from then on, it was, you know, we had them all the time. So, but it's not that hard to figure it out. You you just do what you got to do. Now, Norma, I think you can answer this this one uh, pretty good. Um, being a woman who, you know, I, you, you have a child that's uh, over the age of 18, but you have one that's uh, a teenager. Um, so when you are with a prospective person, how do you tell them, like, how do you tell them, like, okay, you know, I'm a mother, you know, I have responsibilities, but, but still, you know, you you know, you want to have a good social life and stuff like that. How do you balance that? Um, I've had this discussion plenty of times with my two children, um, even when they were younger, but I didn't make that a primary focus at that point. But now that my son is, a young adult and he is 20 and my daughter is 14 there's a big difference between them and I think the one that really deserves some explanation is the younger one who's 14 so my son kind of goes with the flow you know whatever makes mom happy he'll respect it but with my daughter this it's touch and go you know and I have to be sensitive to her feelings um, not only because she's you know a young lady but because she was affected by um, her father and I's um, divorce at a very young age, you know, as an infant. So that, you know, I think with the smaller children, you have to be a little more sensitive to their feelings, you know? Mm-hmm. And and how do you like, I mean, cause you do have a responsibility to the person you're with as far as, you know, being a mate and all that stuff. So, you know, I think you can't just go, well, I'm a mother, so whatever they, you know, their feelings don't matter. You know, I mean, it matters to a certain point. So, like, how do you, as far as dealing with the, a prospective guy or a guy you're seeing, like, how do you tell them, like, how do you tell them, like, hey, you know, this is, you know, what it is? Or, you know, is that something you deal with in the beginning or as it goes along or you play it by ear? Like, how do you do it? Well, to be honest, I have not um, introduced my children to any men unless I think it's um, something promising or something, you know, that I feel comfortable doing. And the only reason I would do that is because, you know, that person may be around my children, you know, 
periodically, you know, and I, I don't want to have to give them an explanation or have my kids, you know, guessing for me. So, you know, I, I will do a small formal introduction and keep it at that. But um, I do explain to the person that, you know, I do have two children. They are priority and they have to understand that um, there are times I may be out, you know, and have to say, hold on, I need to answer this text or this phone call. And, and there are times I've, you know, had to excuse myself from the person in the past and said, you know, it, it's my ex-husband calling, you know, and I've gotten the look like, really? <laughs> but, you know, they have to be very sensitive, both sexes, men and women that have children with different from previous relationships. This is one thing that I've heard from a lot of friends that they don't understand with their current and past relationships. Um, they're, they're not sensitive to the person that they have children with. And they always have this insecure of, you know, are you still with that person? You know, is there more going on to it, you know, than you say there is, you know. But I always enforce that um, my communication with my ex-husband is solely on my two children and that's it and that's all it'll be. But um, the person has to understand that, you know, they are priority to me, you know, um, and that's it. But, you know, I, I respect, you know, any man, you know, if he had any children or a child with someone and, you know, he had to be there for that person, I would understand it, you know. But um, that, that's just how I am and what I would do and what I've done in my my past. Yeah, I really respect that, you know, because I, I couldn't respect someone who didn't put their kids first. You know. Well, I don't think you have to put your kids priority, priority where, you know, you make them the whole focus of yeah. everything and, and omit the relationship that you have with someone because it's not fair to that person. But you have to come to an understanding in the beginning and, and put this all out on the table and say, hey, look, you know, I am a single parent. I do have one or two children, you know, um, Give them a little, you know, um, background insight so they, they know what they're stepping into because sometimes men, and I'm not going to say just men, sometimes women too, you know, when they when they they reach someone that has children, you know, they get scared and it's like red flag, you know, okay, this is a woman with kids or a child, I, I don't want to touch that, you know, because they're like, oh, baby daddy drama or mama drama, and it's not always that you know it's just I think it's really immature the person to to even try to take on something like that because you know it, it would prepare yourself for the possibility of something of that relationship developing with that person you know mm -hmm. but that that's you know you kind of get the idea what I'm talking about oh yeah you know do you do you prefer a man uh with children to one or does it matter you know, it doesn't matter at this point. Um, I have dated men in the past that have no children. Um, they were a little insensitive to my time management. That was the only problem. Not because of I had children, but not understanding that I had to spread myself enough for work, mm -hmm. for after-school activities, after work, and then socializing and then dating, you know? Um, you know, when, when you're with someone that has no children, they have a little more flexibility in their schedule because they don't have children or maybe the child or the children are with the other parent, you know, on a different time schedule. So, you know, that's the only problem I've encountered. But, you know, I've been very fortunate to to meet people that have been sensitive and understanding to my situation and, you know, 
if I do meet someone that isn't, you know, um, all I can do is wish them best of luck and if they find someone that they're compatible with, you know, and I I wouldn't um, cut them off from my uh, friendship or that unless that was their choice. I give you a lot of credit. It seems like you're really good with your time management because it seems like you're able to get a lot of stuff accomplished and go and work out and all that stuff too. <laughs> Throw that in there as well. Yeah, Norma's super mom. I know. It's like, is there more than one Norma? <laughs> I really wish, but you know what? As much as I do running around from work and then, and, you know, trying to be here with you guys on a Monday night and then, you know, I, I'm, I'm drained at the end of the day. You know, I'm just like everybody else. You know, my battery goes low and I got to plug it in and charge it for the morning and get going and get that coffee going. She's, a, she's a soccer mom, yeah. a working mom. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, you do you do a lot of stuff. I, I, I'm a, I'm I, a, I hold up my venti latte to you, girl. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Rachel Ray on Facebook to all of you. I'm you an can cook, too. Oh. Oh, man. <laughs> but anyway, back to subject. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, now, Finn, too, you know, um, you you are a, a father. Um, do you find, uh, uh, you know, I don't know what your, your status is, but uh, do you find that um, as a man, a single uh, father, d- does it does it hurt you in some way in the uh, dating field? You know, the, the fact that you have responsibilities to your kid or, no, or what, how I don't do you do so. it? I don't think so. I mean, but I think too, it, it's, it's an age thing. you know, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm 40, I'll be 41 this year. So mm-hmm. women I date are in their mid thirties to, you know, 40s when she order. So I think in that age group that most, most women are looking for that or are used to that anyway. I mean, if I try to date a 19 or 21 year old, it probably cause some issues. You know, besides the fact of my heart giving out in bed, but, um, <laughs> no, I, I don't. I don't think so. I don't think that it hampers at all. At least, at least my. And then my kids are older. Though. You know, my daughter will be twenty in two weeks, and then my my youngest son is eleven. Oh, wow. He basically takes care of himself, and then of course my sixteen year old son. So that's everything too. You know, you wouldn't even normally meet my kids. There's no reason to meet them or have any type of dealings with them. So you know, for all intents and purposes. As far as a woman I'm dating makes, you know, I, I'm basically a child. It's not like I got to go, I can't go out because I don't have a babysitter or, uh, you know, stuff like that. Do you do you find that the women that you're you're seeing are uh, understand you know where you're coming from? Like you you know if God forbid your daughter calls you at three a.m. to come fix a tire or something like that, you know. Because some women, you know, get upset about that stuff. Uh, interesting enough, that actually happened about three weeks ago. My daughter, because she was, was out on a date, and her date's car broke down. Mm-hmm. And I was out on a date, and I had to go pick her up. And no, she understood. It was actually kind of, you know, cool. And I, I think that, again, I think that, I, mean, I could be wrong, women probably answer. I think women like that, the fact that, that, you know, because they say how you treat your mom and, and stuff like that. I think it also goes with your daughter. If you're, if you're that knight in shining arm for your daughter, they probably deep down feel, okay, yeah, he, he's that type of guy for me too. Now, I, I want to interject here because I think that depends. And um, and I think it's a good place to sort of interject lyrics in world comments. She was saying she felt possibly immature because she'd rather date someone without kids Mm. Um, or someone who has grown or adult children who could take care of themselves. But, um, you know, my father, when he was living, was quite a ladies' man. You know, he taught me everything I know, so that's why I knew all about y'all dudes. <laughs> but he was quite a ladies' man. I mean, maybe not so much in a good way. And um, But he absolutely adored me as his firstborn daughter, and he cherished me so much that, you know, I used to have veto rights on the women that he was dating. Mm-hmm. 
So, you know, he would bring them around and, you know, when he felt ready or felt like they were worthy of, you know, maybe being somebody he would see on a regular basis. And if I didn't like her, he would stop seeing her. Really? So, so, and I know that that happens sometimes in relationships, especially if it's a father who's very, very attached to his daughter. But, you know, it can happen sometimes with men who have children and women sort of feeling intimidated by the idea of having to get in good with the kids because, you know, I mean, he has a good relationship with them and, you know, and you have to sort of be able to balance and navigate that. Now, I'm not I'm not in support of that. I think that my dad did me a tremendous disservice, um, you know, relative to some of his relationships and some of my relationships or understanding of them growing up that I had to sort of dispel and get rid of myself. I don't think that it's a good idea to allow your children to dictate to you whether or not, you know, someone should be part of your life or not. Mm -hmm. But I do think that there is some validity, you know, relative as, you know, um, you know, like Norma was saying that, you know, you do want to be sure that if you're going to be with somebody long term, that there is some compatibility there. But it's just something else to keep in mind, you know, and I can understand why single women might say, you know, if you have young children, dude, I don't know if I can navigate the baby mama stuff and all of that other kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know about letting your kids pick, <laughs> you know, because, you know, some kids are cock blockers. That's all I'm saying. But uh, well, now it's like, oh, my, my God. <laughs> like, I wasn't. My, I wasn't. With my he recognized my intuition early. That's what that was. <laughs> You're like, how much you got? You were a cockblocker. <laughs> I know. <laughs> now I'm, you started to say something, Olaf. Yeah, Olaf yeah, was going to say something. Yeah, I was going to say. In other words, that's kind of like what Norma was saying. There was when I started dating my second wife. Um, there was I would go over uh, like after the kids were in bed. And, you know, watch a movie or hang out with her and, you know, spend time when she didn't have the kids. I didn't get around the kids until I found out how her and I were going to be. So the kids didn't even, you know, they didn't know they didn't know me until I got to the point that I thought her and I were going to, you know, there was going to go somewhere. And uh, until as far as I mean, as far as anything that happened, if the kids got it, did something they shouldn't have done. I didn't say anything uh, about it until I actually got engaged. And then after we got engaged, I started to kind of, well, maybe you shouldn't do that. I kind of started to, you know, help some with the discipline. But up until we got engaged, which was uh, eight months or a year, I guess, uh, before we got engaged, you know, I let her take care of her kids and discipline them the way she thought they needed to be. Uh, and it wasn't just you know oh that's mom's boyfriend I don't have to listen to him. Uh, like I said I didn't I didn't get around for probably four or five months before they really really uh, really actually even knew me. Yeah, I, see I like that though you know because uh, yeah I, I think so many relationships fail you know and you never know if it's gonna last or not and you really don't want to. Have your kids see your kids, you know, if you're a man, you don't want to see your, you don't want your kids to see you with women constantly. Or if you're a, uh, a, a woman, you don't want to see like, oh, you know, another boyfriend mom got, you know, you want to, you know, you want to bring them around when you think that there's something there. You don't want to. Just, All right. I was going to say, I've been single since 2009 and my kids have met one person, one person. Only. So, see, yeah, that's good. I respect that. Definitely. Yeah. It's like I've been single since. Yeah. 2004 
And my oldest daughter's tried to hook me up a couple of times. I wouldn't let her do it. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, Anna, you, you had a point that you wanted to make, so uh, uh, go ahead. Well, it really wasn't a point. It was just I like this panel, and I wanted to get their opinions on a, a situation. Mm-hmm. Um, I know this couple, and she recently celebrated a birthday. Well, her and her boyfriend got home from work, and his buddies were waiting to take him out to the bar. Mm-hmm. That would be great, except because of some trouble she got into, she's not allowed to go to the bars for a while. So he ditched her on her birthday and went to the bar and came home at like 2 a.m. And then the following day, he was less than truthful about what he was doing and went out with his buddies again. Needless to say, he's been busted on that since then. I'm just curious what you guys all think of, you know, him because this is, you know, social life after commitment and all. Wait a minute. What did she do to get banned from the bar? (laughs) What did she do? She's on probation uh-huh. and in new york if you're on probation oh, you're not even allowed to step okay. foot into a bar i thought she did some shit at the bar or something kicked over no, the table she, or something she, she she got stuck on probation for a while and can't even go in and get a bottle of water because if she gets caught she'll go to jail oh, okay all right yeah it, it wasn't any specific bar it's all of them <laughs> so i mean so what's the question like what's our opinion of pretty much your just your opinion on the, he's less than truthful about everything lately and well, I mean I know my opinion but I'm I'm just curious what your guys opinion of you know ditching your your other on their birthday to go and you know hang out with your buddies at the bar knowing she can't go and then you know instead of okay fine this was planned in advance you forgot it was her birthday instead of spending the next day with her you lie about what you're doing and go hang out with your buddies. Now it's on her birthday, not not his. Yeah, it was her birthday. He ditched her on her birthday. No, that, that's right. wrong. That's wrong. That's you bad. can't. That's yeah, you shouldn't ditch your woman on her birthday or your man on her. That you know. Um, and even if he did, it's like uh, have it planned before, and this happened, and she couldn't go to the bar. If he, you know, yeah, it's, you know, like Kente said, it was wrong to leave her on her birthday. But if if he went to the bar with his friends, he should have gone, had a couple of drinks, come home, and not stayed out until two or, so, or two in the morning or whatever. First maybe off, he, he should have gone. Maybe he had to get drunk to be able to have sex with her. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, so so lyric in world, Thank you've got you, quite ben. a few. We've got quite a few comments in world. Lyric is saying that at least she knows now where she stands, or hopefully she knows. And um, Coffee, yeah, Coffee says he has his priorities out of order. Ori has commented that he he chose another option twice, and Blue Violet is saying it's not cool. And my thing is that, I mean, a birthday is a pretty, you know, significant event. I mean, I, I have issues with overly commercialized holidays, but birthdays... You know, I mean, those are pretty special. And, you know, the fact that he would choose to go hang out with friends and then do something, you know, that he already knew was aversive to the commitment that they had or their understanding of their commitment is really not a good sign. And, um, you know, I mean, it, it sounds like the couple probably has a lot of uh, what what's a good word to use? A lot of 
issue? issue? Yeah, a lot of stuff going on there. There's a lot of stuff, you know, we've got probation and we've got drinking and we've got, you know. Let me so, let me ask you this. Did did he ask her can he go? Was she giving uh, that no, did she give him that yes, were, but she means no? No, this was they were waiting for him at the house when he got home. She had no idea that he was blowing okay. her off on her birthday. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, wait a minute. So the guys were waiting for him at their house with her? No, he was, he picked her up from work and pretty much just dropped her at the house and left with a friend. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, not that's, that's not sound vibes. Yeah, that doesn't yeah. sound good. That's it's, not a good premise for the whole relationship. Essentially, like, because if he's going to do that on a day like that, what other sort of shit is he going to pull later? Yeah, man, you got to have you got to have a heart. You can't, you know, you can't yeah. be like, uh, oh, yeah, it's your birthday. I'm going to go to the bar with my homeboys. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I don't know. Is that, is that man language? Is that man language for it's over? Is that sort of his way of giving her a hint? I don't know. It's man, it's, it's man language for I don't give a fuck about you. <laughs> That's what it means. What was that, Yardley? So what if it's her birthday and she's sick? The guy can't go out there? That, uh, I, I was actually going to say that. I was actually forced to blow off bowling on my boyfriend's birthday one year because I had the flu. Mm-hmm. I physically could not be there. I told him to go bowling with his family. I mean, I wasn't happy about it, but... It was your birthday or his birthday? It was his birthday. Well, I mean, that's different. Right, right. <laughs> no, if it, was your, if it was your birthday and you were sick, then, you know, I would expect that he would be there with you, you know, helping to care for you on your birthday, you know, feeling bad that, you know, you didn't feel good. But, you know, it was his birthday and you were like, oh, no, I want you to go ahead and celebrate. That's different. But what I'm hearing you say is that you... He picked her up from work got home, his boys were there, and he said, okay, we'll see you later, bye. He was like, peace out. Pretty (laughs) much what he did was he dropped her off, went to one bar to the next, and hit a few of them, from what I understand. And then did the same thing the next night. Yeah, well, he's shopping. I'd say he's about ready to check out. Yeah, that was was a coward's way of just kind of giving her a hint that he's done, I think. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and that's that's kind of that's fucking evil too, you know, to do that to uh, to your woman on her birthday, you know, like then take her to freaking uh, uh, Sizzler instead, you know. <laughs> I mean, did he do did he do anything for her birthday? Did he take her to uh-huh. dinner or, or buy her anything or do anything at all for her birthday? Ah, uh, we had a party for her on Sunday, and. He bought her a card or a little present or something, and I'm not sure if she's even opened it yet. Mm. Okay, so in other words, you had a party, you had a, and he was there for the birthday party. Yeah, he was there. She wasn't talking to him, though. (laughs) (laughs) But you you know what, also, too, you got to know who you can do that to, like, you ain't gonna do that to some people because they ain't gonna well, stand for that shit. You know, right. like you only do that to somebody that you know you can get away with that shit. You know, like because right. it's uh, drama. Yeah. It's drama. It's still a relatively I left my wife for you relationship. So I mean, oh, I think he's <laughs> testing the waters, but that was just the wrong way to test the waters. Ooh yeah, well, it's all kinds of dynamics up in that thing. Okay, but okay, if, does it- if your partner is like is willing to tolerate abusive behavior, that doesn't mean you should be abusive towards them, Kente. 
I, wait a minute. I didn't say that. I didn't say you that at said, all. You said if you can get away with it. I did not say that. I didn't say. I said. I did not say that. I said he was a douchebag. I was saying that. You said. I said you people do that. I was saying the psychology of those kind of people that they do that stuff because they think they can get away with that stuff. I'm not. I'm not co-signing that shit. Okay. Yeah. I, I, wait a, a minute. Didn't I start off by saying well, that's a yeah. douchebag move and I would never do that? Right. Right. No I way. Mis- I misunderstood because it sounded mm-hmm. like you were saying, well, if, if he can get away with it, then that's... Crazy. I did not say that. You're just trying to throw me under the douchebag bus. No, 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 no. Does it make any difference to anybody that they had a birthday party for her prior to her birthday? And no, it was two that, days after. Oh, it was two days because after. It was the, her <laughs> after was he got Friday sober. And we uh, had uh, the party for her on Sunday because it was the only day everybody could get together uh, for her. After he okay. got so after he got sober, then he threw the party. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Nope. He's still. He's I need still, He's still on the. Uh, he, no. Yeah, that's he's still wrong. Yeah, he's dude. And then you know, and if someone left their husband or wife uh, to be with you, you know, you kind of getting. What you yeah, if so. they if they left somebody to, to to be with you, they're probably going to leave you too eventually. Not always, but most time. All right, so yeah. Anna, you have question number one. So let's let's go with question number one, and then we'll... I do have question number one. Thank you guys for for confirming my opinion of serious douchebag move. Oh yeah. Um, <clears throat> question number one says: I'm married for four years and have a 17 month old daughter. I used to have friends, now I don't even talk to them on the phone. I stopped going to concerts, theaters, because my husband and I work full-time and spend evenings with our baby. To make this story short, I have a co-worker who invited me to go with him to the show I like. Can I go? Can I have a drink on Friday night with my co-workers? My husband says I shouldn't, and has suddenly been making more of an effort to find things we can go out and do together, but I'm not interested in doing any of that stuff. What should we do? Hmm. Okay. So, um, let's start off with, uh, let's start off with you, Eki. What, what do you think about that? I mean, I think we just kind of went over, you know, it's very similar, mm-hmm. um, dynamic, but just flipped. And, you know, my response is, you know, you do what's appropriate based upon the boundaries you've set in your relationship. You know, if that's something that he would be okay with, then, yeah, you know, of course, then, you know, you're just going out to have a drink or whatever. But, you know, if that's not something that he would be comfortable with, um, then, you know, no, <laughs> I don't know that I'm the person you need to be asking. So, I mean, that's just sort of my my stance on it. I'm not suggesting that you shouldn't be able to have friends with, I mean, you know, to go out and have drinks with coworkers or things like that after work. But, you know, I've gone out with coworkers, but that sounds more... The fact that you're asking seems to indicate to me that it, it may be a boundary violation and that it's better that you ask him because ultimately if he finds out or if you ha- don't talk, tell him in advance and then there's an issue, it's kind of hindsight. Mm-hmm. So would, would, you, would you have that issue? Um, if you no. No? No. I mean, I, you know, I, <laughs> I pretty much would view that as a, you know, a pass mm-hmm. that, you know, if a male were to ask me to go out for drinks after work just the two of us i don't i mean come on now really what? maybe he needs <laughs> it's uh it's not therapy. like it's not like a you know whole group thing we're all kind of going out and are gonna have you know some drinks after five it's a uh, you know can we go and have a drink come on now 
what if he needs some? I'm not Joanne Sausagehead. So. <laughs> what if he needs uh, therapy? You know, it could be that. Um, I don't do th- therapy in a bar. <laughs> yeah, it's called a uh, liquor therapy. I, no, new, I need to. You know, I need to bill your insurance, Mister. <laughs> <laughs> or, or what if? What if he needs your enlightenment? <laughs> Look at me just making up shit. Yeah, enlightenment. <laughs> okay, so I think you pretty much know my mm-hmm. answer to the question, Kente. Moving on. Uh, what do you say, Finn? Say to what? I mean, you guys are kind of going all over the place. I'm sitting here. I got kind of lost. Look, he what's watches the TV. He watches TV. What's, you're what's, you're no, fired. I'm no, I'm not. What is the question? The question is she wants to go out and have drinks with a coworker after work and wants to know if it's okay. She wants to go out and have drinks with a coworker. Male. Yeah, a, a, yeah male coworker invites her for drinks. Is she single? No, no she's, she's married. married. Married and has oh. two, two kids. Oh, so, so she wants to be single. <laughs> okay, and yeah, that's how you handle that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You you go out and have drinks. When you come home, your shit will be at the front door. <laughs> Thank you. All right. <laughs> Which same question? Seriously? Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just. I I think. Um. I think if you come down with that hammer with your partner, you're really kind of showing how insecure you are in regards to the relationship. That's my personal opinion. Mm -hmm. Uh, Just because like, if you trust your partner and they go after work with coworkers for a drink, I don't really see what coworkers is one thing. Coworkers are something different. And it's not about insecurity. It's about things that are appropriate and not. Lunch is fine. Dinner possibly, but not drinks. Not <laughs> right, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Especially one on one. Now now listen. Now listen listen. If she if coworkers are going, then hey, go ahead and have a good time. If there's co-workers going, including males, I have no problem. But if you and one guy are going out for drinks, that is too intimate. That is inappropriate. Coffee yeah. in World says, ask the guy if your husband can join you and see what his reaction is. Mm-hmm. That's a good way to do it, actually, yeah. Because uh, if your husband, if he has no problem with your husband joining, then it shouldn't be an issue. If he does, then you get that dar and you're like, okay, I don't think I should. Fuck what he wants. I'm talking about what I want as your husband. Fuck what he's comfortable with. <laughs> right. Yeah, but are you even listening to what we're saying? You're being irrational. No, I'm saying there's no point in even considering the question because your ass isn't going. And not unless you want them papers when you get home. <laughs> yeah. Take that how you want to. Give a fuck. How do, why do I give a fuck about what he likes? <laughs> right. Is he comfortable with that? Is he Finn, comfortable? I have a hypothetical how about what I'm comfortable with? Uh I have a hypothetical question for you. Uh You were dating someone for like 10 years and they decided they wanted to go on a five day trip, like six states away. Would you let them go? I wouldn't let them do anything. They're a grown person. But yeah, I I would have no problem with that. No, that's fine. That's fine. She's talking about herself. (laughs) (laughs) Now, wouldn't it? A little bit. That's wasn't right, girl. Dinner, Get that free therapy. <laughs> wasn't it for drinks and a show, though? Wasn't it, it wasn't just drinks, though, was it? Well, she's. It, it mm, yeah, there's going to be a, a show. A co-worker invited me to go to him with a show. Can I go? And then it says, can I have a drink on Friday night with my co-workers? It's you like ain't got to go with questions. him to see a show, because it's going to be a show when you bring your ass back to the house. 
<laughs> but you know, and, and then, but the other part of the question that I think it is significant is that she said that part of the reason why it was even appealing to her is that he had sort of fallen off relative to you know them going out and doing things, and um, later he has started to pick pick that up. I don't know, maybe he sort of sensed that somebody was creeping at his door, and uh, but she's saying that. I'm not interested now. You know, he wants to, he wants to step up his game and take me out right. more, but I'm like, you know, yeah. I'm and not feeling that now. So, so now so, I so she's hunting. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, she's, fuck her. she's surfing. <laughs> fuck her. Fuck her. I mean, she's talked to her husband about it. Apparently, okay. says, you know, she, okay. she shouldn't, I guess it depends on, like you said, are there multiple coworkers? You know, if it's a bunch of coworkers grabbing a drink on Friday night, no big deal. The it single amazes coworker, me. The single coworker, you know, is it a? I mean, there's no issue with, hey, I've got an extra ticket to the the basketball game. You know, is it is it a situation like that? I've got an extra ticket. Would you like to go? Or is it something more intimate? Drinks is very intimate. Drinks well, and a show is I, a date. I like I like coffee drinks, response. Ask him what you think about my husband coming. Drinks in a show is a date. So what you're saying Those are is, two separate I'm going to date with though, Ben. Those are two oh, different well, I'm combining them. And you can't anyway. like put her in a cage and not like totally isolate her and not let her have fun with her coworkers. Which you kill me because you just you always on the wrong side of the fucking track. It don't matter what it is. <laughs> That's just terrible. How? So what you're saying is, I put her in a cage because I'm not letting her go on a date. Okay, then I'll be that. I'll be the cage master. <laughs> okay, so I'll be the cage master. That's what, call me the cage master. <laughs> That is a it date. Is that is a date. No, no. That, I, I have already said. I have already said. Multiple corks is fine, but going out with one guy to for drinks is a date. Date. Yeah, that's, that's wrong. A date. Yeah. Well, okay. Let Let's flip the situation. Say this was written by a man who has a coworker that asked him to. The show happens to be a basketball game, and the one asking him is a woman. Mm-hmm. Would that's the husband still, be able to go? That, that's, that's still one. inappropriate. That's still that's kind still of dangerous. Yeah, it's yeah. Still okay. One, yeah, it's still inappropriate. Yeah. Okay, so that covers the going to the show. Can I go? No, probably not a good idea. What if the second part of it was having drinks on Friday night with multiple coworkers. That that's would be fine. okay. I think that'd okay. be okay. Yeah, that's yeah, that's fine. Yeah, multiple. When, yeah. when there's more than one, yeah, it's okay because you know you're in a group. As long as long as it's not all dudes. That what might, if, what if, what if that might be something else. What if it's a lesbian coworker that wants? Oh to God! Oh God! Here we go. <laughs> like, like that's supposed <laughs> to make you feel better. Is it one on one? Is it one on one? Can the husband go? That would be the yeah, exactly. determining factor. If you say to him or her, "Well, I want to bring my husband along," you know, what are your thoughts about that? And if the reaction is, um, yeah, okay, then, you know, you know where their head is and you just kind of sidestep. I go back but I would, to what I said. As soon as he asks you that, you better say, hell, fuck no, and you should be slapping and asking me that. Do you know Finn is my husband? He'll kill the both of us. <laughs> that, that should be okay. your fucking answer. Okay, Finn. Thank you. The third part of the question is about, um, her husband suddenly making the effort to find things that they can do, but she's not interested in the stuff that she's that he's finding for them to do. Says, what should we do? So me, pers- that, go ahead. me personally, question? I think she needs to talk to her husband about the kind of stuff she's interested in. 
Me personally, I think she's an ungrateful bitch. <laughs> you 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 go to him and complain about what he's doing wrong. He addresses it, and now you don't want it. Yeah, you need your ass whipped. Sorry. She's shopping. Move on. All yeah. right. Uh, she's. Yeah, yeah. That's what it it, it appears to be. Um, she's looking for excuses now. Right. <laughs> which, which can you read uh, number two, please? My turn. <laughs> okay, ready? Yes. This is the next question. My guy and I have been dating for over a year. We've had our rocky times and our good ones. But all in all, it's been pretty amazing. Recently, however, I found out he was meeting other women on dating sites and even kissed one of them. When I asked him what was going on, he said that he felt he wasn't wired for monogamy. He didn't want to hurt me, so he was relieved that it was all out in the open. He asked if I would consider an open relationship where we both date other people and still stay together. He says he cares for me very much and how he feels isn't a reflection on me. He also said he doesn't want to lose me, but he was scared I'd reject him for who he is. I'm hurt that he lied to me and I'm confused about my role. Isn't this moving backwards to a casual relationship? I really care about this man, but I'm very confused. Hmm, that's a good one, actually. Hmm. I just wanted to say I actually have had friends who've had this dilemma and it kind of depends on the people because I've had friends who have agreed to go into an open relationship and they're still together today and they haven't, you know, really, like they decided that they wanted to try and expand but then they ended up not really expanding. Like they had talked about an open relationship but never really found anyone else that they wanted to bring into the relationship. Um, so, you know, in that sort of scenario, it's been very successful. I've also seen, I've also had friends who have had open relationships from the very beginning and they're still in open relationships. Um, I think it depends on people's, um, uh, on the individual's own confidence levels and the trust within the relationship itself, though, because you need a lot of trust to be able to do that sort of stuff. Not a lot of couples can survive that, generally speaking. Well, I'll say this. I have a huge problem with this, is you're in a relationship that's supposed to be monogamous, and then when the when the motherfucker gets caught, then it's, you know, I really am built for, uh, you know, um, open relationships. And then that's when they tell you, when they have been, they've been in an open relationship the whole time, and you had no idea. That's you can't trust somebody like that. You should uh, cut that person loose. Actually, <coughs> um, yeah. My first word of advice mm-hmm. is get tested. Yeah. Well, besides yeah, that, he, I, he should get tested just because he hasn't been honest from too. the beginning. Well, he lied. He lied in the beginning. So, as far as I'm concerned, there's when you find out, oh, you've been with other women. Okay, we're done. It's pretty simple. Yeah, I, you, know, I you, 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 you lied to me in the beginning. You didn't say you were like this. You didn't say anything about, you know, hey, I kind of, I kind of want to see other people. I, I, I really like you, and I want to see other people. You didn't say nothing that in the beginning. You lied to me. You're done. Yeah, I think to answer the question, I think it is moving backwards because that's not uh, what you the two agreed on. I think that uh, no relationship can work if they if both parties come to the thing saying, hey, let's try this, let's do this. But if, uh, he's trying to force it on her. So even if she agrees to, I don't think she's out. She's obviously not doing it by choice. 
So I think they, that, that's, that's just headed for disaster all, all the way around. Yeah. So I think we're all in agreement with that, right? Well, I think because she lied. Or, like, not she lied. He, but I think because of the lies, yeah, yeah, that destroys the trust. So that's not good. Trust is everything. You, know, it's, you need it's, the trust it's, in order to do anything like that. Well, he, he built the relationship on a lie because he didn't tell her he was like that. So, yeah. in other words, he got her to really, really like him and really care about him and want to go farther with him. But now, he when it's at the point, when, when, yeah, when you're at the point where, like, okay, hey, let's uh, move in together or let's, you know, talk about getting married or whatever. In that point, he goes, oh, yeah, by the way, I can't really, uh, I, I'm not really built to be monogamous. Okay, <laughs> so he's built her up. It's false advertising. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. Truly, it is. So, you know, he lied in the beginning. You know, like you said, you know, it's done. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, uh, Anna, you have the next one. Oh, oh, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. You have a point to make. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say, I guess, besides getting tested thoroughly, um, she needs to look at if she's okay with this. I mean, she's confused, so she's maybe considering being okay with it, but I'm not, I wouldn't be okay with the whole lying thing right from the get-go. Well, some couples can transition into that, but they need the trust. And, right. and that's non-existent at this point because he wasn't truthful from the beginning. Yeah, because yeah, if he, if he would have told her in the beginning that, hey, you know, I really, you know, if they'd have gone out on, you know, three or four dates or five dates, let's say, and he says, you know, hey, I really like you, but I like to, I can't be tied down to just one person. I like to be with other people. Then they could work on it. She could decide whether she liked it or not. Not then. Now what she's basing her decision off of is the last year or so that they've been together and it's been great and amazing, as she says. Now she has to decide, okay, do I want to lose that uh, a relationship that has been so great? Uh, do I want to lose that because I can't, you know, I can't swing. You know, I'm not, I'm not able to swing, so, you know, I'm going to lose the whole thing in a year of my life. But she's basing it off of what she's the relationship she's had for the last year, which has all been a lie. Yeah. So it's but a it's a can. even yeah. Even if she says, "Well, I think maybe I can do it," it's a false it's a false thing that she's accepting because she's looking at it with rose colored glasses on because of how good the relationship was or how amazing it was, not that he lied to her in the beginning. Yeah, the guy's a douchebag. Yeah, he got caught, and then he's like, "Oh, uh, by the way, I'm in the you know." It's like, come on, right. dude, yeah. <laughs> you got busted. You and wouldn't, you wouldn't go say shit. That. He wasn't gonna say shit until he got busted. <laughs> and even if she does agree to go on with it, I mean, how it's like you know, how did she feel when she found out that he had had uh, multiple women on other on dating sites or whatever, and then that he's been kissing some of them? How did that make her feel? about him in other words he's going to continue to do that so she may accept it now but uh, you know two months from now is she still going to be accepted or a year from now is she going to put another year into the relationship and find out she can't deal with it so yeah it's just like i said yeah he yeah. You lied you're gone that's well, it only, only she can ultimately decide right on that but because the trust has been broken and 
I mean, unless they can rebuild it somehow, I don't entirely see it necessarily working. Yeah. Just to be, you know. Like I said, I have had friends who've had it work, but that's because they were honest with each other all the time. Like, from the start of the relationship till it progressed to that point, they were just always honest with each other. So they had such total and complete trust in each other that they could progress to that. But you need that, otherwise you can't do it. As soon as lies enter the picture, it's just destroyed. You can't go there. Well, I mean, how it'd be hard to rebuild the trust because if, you know, she calls him or something and he's not at home or something, she's always going to be wondering. Or if he doesn't come by one night that he normally would come by, it's like, okay, is he with somebody else? There's always going to be that little thing in the back of her head. Is he with somebody else? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Let that let that dude go, cause you, yeah. you know, you don't like I I, I I always like to say you don't miss an ulcer. Let right. that dude go. Well, and if he lied before about that, I mean, chances are he might do it again about yeah. other things, and it's it's too, it'll really fuck up your confidence and your esteem if she does it. I think personally. But. Yeah. I, Right. Well, what if he turns around? It's like, what if he turns around now that they're discussing, you know, that, that she's maybe, you know, going to break it off or whatever. You know, maybe he turns around now and say, you know, I've thought about it and I really care about you and I really want to stay with you. I don't want to be with anybody else. Okay. He's lying again. There's, I don't think, I don't see any way that she could actually trust him again. I, I, he sounds like a, you know, a cake and icing kind of guy because, you know, it's easier to just be upfront and honest about it, but he wants her, and if that's what she needed to hear to have her, then that's what he told her, and then, you know, whatever the next one needed to hear, he told her because he wants to be able to keep a nice little buffet going, and you know, as a, and with no consideration for the feelings or the impact on these women's right. lives. So, you know, that's, I agree with you. That's what scientists call a douchebag. Right. Greedy, <laughs> greedy, greedy, and roll. It's like greedy, so roll on. All right, so Anna, you have the last question. Okay, question three. I've been dating my boyfriend for seven months now, but lately things have changed. A week ago or so, my car broke down, so I asked him to pick me up from work. He asked me to find someone else, because if he picked me up, he'd be tired. Then yesterday, my boyfriend accused me of being Snoopy because I was checking out his brand new PDA, something totally out of character for him to buy, considering what a miser he is. All I wanted to do was look at the features, but he took it the wrong way. What really upset me, though, was when my boyfriend asked me to take my things with me whenever I left his place because he feels like I'm trying to move in. Is he sending me a message that I'm not seeing, or does he merely want some time and space? <laughs> That's a Finn question. <laughs> yeah. Finn, go ahead. <laughs> Finn, watch oh, no, it away, no, 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 Wait, wait, wait. Okay, I'm glad you guys go. No, go which, uh, you, you were saying something. I, my instinct is saying run for the hills just because, I mean, if they're hiding shit from you all of a sudden and they're like, get all your, get all evidence of you out of here so no one else knows that you exist. So when I bring other women to my house, then they won't know that you're here. <laughs> like, I mean, he didn't say that, but that's it immediately, you know, kind of where I'm thinking. Yeah. That's what I think is going on. Mm-hmm. My opinion. I second that. <laughs> yeah, it's like if he's telling you to to take your stuff with you when you leave, 
Yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't want to have like your toothbrush there or whatever else is yours that's there. So that if another girl comes in, sees that, oh, whose is that? Uh, maybe maybe he has obsessive compulsive disorder and he just can't stand any any type of clutter or disarray or disorder in his life. After seven months, you would know that in the first day. <laughs> yeah. Like, so I, I'm 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 guessing that's not in the that's not in the I, mix. I'm going to guess that's not that's not there. I, I'll I'll say this: in playing devil's advocate. I mean, do guys like? I mean, you know, if you're not living together, I guess after seven months. Yeah, you know. I, I mean, how 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 soon? Do you start leaving your stuff or whatever? I guess when he tells you it's okay, thank you. Just take for granted for that. That's the problem. You know, if you're not asking him, can you leave that shit? Then take it home with you. I agree with that. Um, Okay, so what if she asked him and he said no? Then what does that mean? What does it mean? He says she can't leave her stuff. It means take your shit home. This ain't your house. (laughs) I chip isn't as important to him as it is to her. I guess. What if he does it at your crib? Then she has the right to say the same thing to him. All right, then take your shit home, Finn. <laughs> 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 the only thing I left there was the dirty socks. <laughs> Finn, apparently this is just an all of a sudden he's asking her to take her stuff with him when she leaves. and Maybe he worked up the courage to tell her. You know, some guys take a while to grow balls. You know, I think that not picking her up from work... Uh, you know, douchebag move. That was douchebaggy. Um, yeah, because he would be tired. It's like now, okay. I'm a friggin' now, wine ass little bitch boy. Suck yeah. it up and pick her up from work. Yeah, but now I see, he says yesterday my boyfriend well, accused me of. No, 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 no. What I'm saying, saying as far as this situation, picking her, taking her stuff from his house, and him not picking up from work are, are kind of two different issues. That's just him being a, a shitty boyfriend. Yeah, I'm right. trying to. I'm, I'm gonna break down the whole letter. Okay, I give him douchebag on the uh, the car, but uh, now when she said he says um, that she ke- she accused him of being snoop. I mean, he accused her of being Snoopy for checking out his brand new PDA, uh, some totally out of character for him to buy. And she says uh, that she wasn't being Snoopy. She just wanted to see the new features. She was lying. She she was being Snoop. You know, uh, being Snoopy. Uh, I think I don't think she was just trying to check out his. Uh, uh, well, I disagree because, and I will explain myself, because some girls just like tech. I happen to be a girl that likes tech. So if, new tech, if new tech comes into the house, I want to poke at it and look at it and stuff. But he knows, his, but he knows his woman. I'm just going to say the same thing, Witchy, because I'm, I'm sorry. I Something new comes in and I have to poke at it and prod it and play with it and see what makes it tick. No, and my boyfriend buys Did anybody else find out to write it? I know, right? <laughs> oh, anyway. No, what I what I was saying is you know your woman. You know when she just wants to see the apps or if she's trying to be a snoop. And you know, that can be annoying, especially you ain't doing shit. Sixty seconds. Uh, especially when you ain't doing shit. It can be annoying when I some... think it's more annoying if you are doing shit personally. <laughs> no, for me, I mean look, I you know, like I said, I ain't a cheater. Uh, type cat, but you know, I've been accused of it when I wasn't doing it, and hey, man, that shit is terrible. You know, you don't like that because you know you figure if you you don't want to go to prison for robbing a bank and you never robbed a bank, you know. So now, it's like on the on the PDA what thing. An her interesting look, analogy. On the PDA <laughs> thing, her looking at it. In other words, if she asked him if she could look at it, hey, oh, he shows up with a new PDA, which is out of his character. 
Oh, hey, can I? It's like, let me tell you. It's like, can I, let me, you know, let me see it. Can I, can I play with it for a minute? You know, that's one thing. But I don't know. Maybe laying on the table and just picking it up is not the Ten worst of things. Seconds. But it probably should have, probably should have asked to look well, at Ariana, it. Ariana's saying the same thing. She agrees with you that if it's out of character for him to purchase a PDA, then you know, she was like, oh, let me see what made you, you know, so excited about buying this. I don't. I, I think it's well, suspicious. Sounds like she looks suspicious already, though. Yeah, it yeah. sounds suspicious. Yeah. I, you know, but okay, not picking her up from work. That it's like douchebag move, uh, and then telling her to take her stuff home. Eh, you know, if if it's all of a sudden become an issue, just recently, yeah, he's probably just, you know, maybe maybe he. It's like well, maybe instead of seeing other, maybe instead of seeing other women, uh, maybe he's thinking it's getting more serious than he wants to be. So maybe that's a question that she needs to ask him. It's like, am I pushing too hard right now? You know what also happens is that sometimes uh, I've been in a situation where the person kind of try to Jedi mind trick you into something you don't really want. And the next thing you know, their fucking shit is all in your your, uh, closet. You know, they done moved your blender. You know, right. They done, they done, they done. They didn't take, you know, they didn't gotten rid of your creamer that you like and replaced it with some shit you, you hate. Don't like, yeah. Yeah, you know, it, I've had I've had that happen before. I had one time, uh, I had I had it one time where um, uh, a girl I was seeing wanted to re wanted to um, um, redecorate, right? And I told her she asked me, could she redecorate my my apartment? And I said no. You know, I said no. I, I, w- I didn't want her to do that, and then, and then uh, about like a week later, I came back to my apartment and it was redecorated, and I was pissed. And she was saying some. She was saying that I was ungrateful. And I was like, no, no, no. I told you, don't touch my. Sh-, you know, touch my stuff. And sometimes they'll do that because they think. Sometimes they think that they know better or some crap like that, or you know, we're sitting there waiting for them to decide you know, what they should do. So his situation could be where maybe he didn't speak up for himself before. And now he's like, you know what? I don't like you leaving your stuff. You never asked me, you know what? Now I'm, you know, I'm telling you, don't leave your stuff here no more. Right. You know, and well, like it said, sounds like he's sick and tired. Yeah. And leaving her stuff there. Okay. How much stuff is she leaving there? I mean, is half of her wardrobe there. Uh, you know, <clears throat> Uh, I'm like, what? Her granny panties aren't as attractive as her g-strings or something. Probably, yes. Yeah, well, I don't really either. Do that shit on purpose sometimes. I had a friend come in town and stay for supposed to be the weekend. Ended up staying like six days, and after they left, I found a fucking stocking downstairs under the living room couch. And we never chilled in the fucking in the living room. So that's like almost. I don't understand how the hell it could have gotten down there. There was she left a stocking under the living room couch, and you know I we used to. Spent a majority of time in the den. I had a den, which is where I watched TV and hung out. So my living room, I very rarely sat in. And I know the whole time she was there, we were never in the living room. So how the hell did I find one of her stockings under the couch like a week after she left? You know, that's bullshit. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> that's going to be a territory thing. I'm yeah. Guessing. Yeah, marking her territory. Wow. <laughs> so we, we've come to the point in the, in the show where we have to say good night. Um, so let's start off with the ladies, uh, Acu, um, t- Facebook and Twitter. 
I'm not on Twitter, but you can friend me on Facebook at Acuminous One. And in World, I am Acuminous Watanabe. Just check the event page to get the spelling of the name. But I would really appreciate you joining the Digital Alchemy group because that's the best way to get information. You don't have to IM me directly. I send out notices for the groups and classes and all other kind of good stuff that I'm doing in world around spirituality and relationships. So I look forward to seeing you guys. Sweet. All right. Anna, Facebook, Twitter. I am on Facebook, facebook.com backslash Catwoman13618 and on Twitter at Catwoman13618. Sweet. And Norma, Facebook, Twitter. I'm at Chicago Latina, 72 on Facebook and on Twitter. All right. And uh, which whispers Sadowski? Facebook, Twitter? Uh, Google, W-Y-T-C-H-W-H-I-S-P-E-R. All is one word. And that's which whisper. And that's Google me. You'll find everything. And and if we wanted to see you in world performing, how can we do so? In um, you can join my All About Witch Whisper group. You can get that from, from my profile. Mm-hmm. Um, you can also um, join my Subscribo, and I always tell my latest um, schedule on my website as well at All About Witch Whisper. So. Do you take requests from the audience? Um, as long as I know the request and don't have, if I don't have a clue what the hell it is, then I might have to do that for another show, but, mm. you know. Oh, so you'll learn a song. Oh, yeah. I'm always up for learning new material. Oh, I got a, a list of songs I want you to learn. And I do ori- my originals as well. Yeah, and we're going to play, we're going to close the show out with uh, an original song of yours. Um, and I'm going to ask you to tell us about it in just a minute. Alright, so um, n- next, the fellas. Um, Finn, how can people uh, contact with you? And also, when's your next uh, um, DJ? Uh, they contact me here on Facebook because it's this way. And my next, I think I DJ tomorrow night, um, 8 to 10 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, also second half time. Okay, and we get to hear some hip hop, some. Uh... Uh, Tuesdays is usually R and B and old school, so it's okay. so a little more uh, older type crowd, more relaxed type. All right, so I'm, I'm gonna have to get my request in. There we go. Lyric usually comes through. Shout out to lyric. She usually shows up. Oh, okay. All right, so I got a dancing part now. Lyric. <laughs> oh, get it, kid. <laughs> All right. You got that lyric. He ain't got no kids, girl. No turns. <laughs> Alright, uh, Olaf, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, it's pretty easy on Facebook and Twitter. It's both of, uh, both of them is Olaf Barbosa. For those of you in world, if you want to check out a pretty neat little castle, uh, go to Olaf Barbosa Estate. And, uh, there's a few different things around the island you can check out. So just go hang out and see what you can find. All right. And last but not least, Brother Yardley, how can people contact you, either Facebook or Twitter? At Limited Marker on Twitter. All right. And um, we don't have a a topic for next week, but um, I'm sure we'll have one (laughs) coming soon. Uh, And uh, also, to programming note, um, tomorrow... uh, 
Anna's uh, podcast debuts. And uh, real quick, tell everybody about it. It's called uh, No Holds Barred, the unofficial WWE podcast. Just going to get around, get together, me, Adrian. Uh, PK has to work, so I don't believe he'll be joining us tomorrow night. But uh, Brandon... And a friend of Adrian's whose name I really need to learn. <laughs> Adrian's homie. Yeah, Adrian's homie, that works. Mm-hmm. Um, just talk, complain, predict. It's, you know, once a month. It's normally going to be the Tuesday after a pay-per-view. We postponed it to get everything together this month. But we are hoping to have a good turnout. All right, and what time again? Did you just say? I know you said it, but what time is it? Uh, it'll be four p.m. Pacific, seven p.m. Eastern. All right, and also too, uh, I want to give a shout out in our our chat room to um, um, everyone who was in our chat room. Uh, Tata, I see um, Catwoman, of course, Finn. And uh, people that were there a little bit earlier, and all the people that were in Second Life, uh, big shout out to all of them. And um, on Thursday, we have um, we have a show planned on Thursday. Uh, Spotlight. <laughs> I'm trying to look it up. Uh, Chris uh, Hubert and Andrea Vall will be on Thursday's show, so we're looking forward to that. All right, so. We have a song that we're going to play, and it's from our very own uh, Witch Whisper. Um, and this song is entitled uh, I Can't Be. So tell us a little bit about it. Uh, well, if you, I don't know. You guys, well, everybody has experienced this where you have people that try to project on you what they want you to be but you just want to be yourself and that's pretty much what it's about so like because you have I mean I mean because you're yourself so you you want to be yourself you want people to accept you for who you are and even though people are projecting at you what they want you to be sometimes you just have to say I can't be what you want me to be I have to be me Mm, I like that. That's a good message. All right. So we're going to close the show out with this. You guys, we'll see you next week on Mars, Venus, Men and Women Talk.